welcome to the Fearless Farmer podcast. This podcast is all about the people we have met through providing support services to Irish farmers for over 40 years in business. We provide solutions to your farm staffing needs in Farm Solutions and give you a really great bang for your buck for all your farm product needs through Byright Solutions and Magenta Direct. Over these four decades, we have met and admired many fearless farmers who are progressive in their thinking and have made a positive impact on their lives and the lives of others. This podcast is all about sharing their stories, what they've done, who they are and why they deserve to be called a fearless farmer. We hope you enjoy. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of The Fearless Farmer. My name is Linda Bulger, one of your hosts, and this week our guest is very, very interesting to us indeed. We have convinced our CEO, Joe Rowe, to take the hot seat where we could probe him with some very deep questions and find out who he is and what makes him tick. Joe, we have found out that has a huge passion for people. He says that if you have good, competent people around you, treat them with respect, help them grow and flourish, they will help you tenfold in return. This is a fantastic ethos of Joe's and really, this is how he has built up Ireland's largest agri-group purchasing co-op in Byright Solutions and a solution to all your farm staffing needs with Farm Solutions. So let's hear more from Joe and how he has done this to do it. Hope you enjoy. Welcome Joe. Thank you. Um, today is a little bit different because you are normally the host of the Fearless Farmer podcast. Um, but today we're going to turn the mic on yourself, which is a very interesting perspective. Um, to yeah, see. Well, I'm not too sure about that. <laughs> <laughs> to see. Don't know, that's all good. Just, it's much easier to ask the questions than answer them. Well, I would agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but this time around, Joe, look, just give us a little bit of an insight into, into you as a person, who you are, and tell us a bit about your background, first of all. Like, your background is in dairy. Yeah, yeah. I grew up on a, on a relatively small dairy farm in South Wexford um, and from a very much a farming tradition, all my, my relations and ancestors would be farming people. And I grew up farming, milking, doing all the usual stuff in farming. And I suppose it's something that I would have loved and I loved doing at the yeah. time. Um, it, inheriting the farm wasn't an option, my brother was farming. And so I got in as close as I could to it by studying agribusiness and agriculture. Okay. And that's, that's, so that's you where it started it's, from. It's fair to say that you would have a deep affinity with farming then, absolutely. that your, your real passion is in farming. Yes, absolutely. It, it's, it's, I was absorbed in it and yeah. my, my reference group for farming, uh, it's very much so. I, I've been very much close to, I feel we're very close to farming all my life. Okay, well that's fair. Um, and I suppose the farm then at home probably wasn't big enough for two families to survive off. Um, so you decided to do something fearless and alternative and um, something different mm. um, in setting up a farming business because you've, you've set up a farming business here in Enniscorty. It's very successful, Joe. Congratulations, well done. Um, 
But tell us about that. Tell us what, why you decided to go down the route of the farming business as opposed to hmm. renting a piece of land somewhere. Okay, well, now that could always be the options mm-hmm. or either renting a bit of land or becoming a farm manager and all those things were considered at my time when, when I was starting off. But I suppose I... Um, just different little factors happened in, in those early years where I, I, I did a bit of, I did an agribusiness course literally at one stage and that kind of triggered I loved the business side of it as well as agriculture so um, so I suppose that that came to a point where it, it showed that I wanted to be in agribusiness um, and I probably didn't have really the opportunity of farming in my own right and in, into a scale that I probably would have been interested in doing uh, so um, I didn't uh, technically set up uh, the, the farm relief services in Wexford at the time. Um, it, it, was, it was originally set up, it was, it was done on a part-time business at, at that time. And, you know, um, so I took over the coordination of it back in, in, in the mid-80s. Um, I wish to think I was about three years old at that stage, but, you know, <laughs> um, unfortunately I wasn't. And, but, so I took over the coordination of it and obviously it has grown massively in, 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 yeah. in years. And I, I sometimes think, you know, running a small business like that is, is actually very, very difficult because you do everything. You, you, yeah. you have nobody else. You're, you run it, you know. No you, one's coming. Like no one's coming. You have yeah. no support. You're the accounts. You're the receptionist. You're the marketing. You're the yeah. coordinator. You're the administrator. You're doing everything. And so it, it has emerged and has grown over the years. And, and I, I had a passion to grow it and I wanted to grow it. Mm. Um, like, you know, so... The, the, and tell the, us about that, because, I mean, obviously, your passion to grow it and your, you know, you wanted to grow it, but you wanted to help the farmer who mm. you identified was, you know, a farmer in County Wexford who doesn't have any staff, who did, you know, mm. like, so you want, your passion was to help him. It was, um, and that's the original passion was uh, it, it, the original core was to do a relief milking okay. for dairy farmers in Wexford. Mm-hmm. that was the original uh, setup and those milkings for a match or a weekend or a week off they were critical for yeah. people to stay on farming and to have an option to get away from farming occasionally um, so that service emerging was critical for so many farmers and then over the years it became uh, it, you know it became more and more labor where as farms grew, they needed more staff, they needed more time. Yeah. So we grew into the business of farm solutions afterwards and where we were bringing people from all over the world into farms all over the country. And that business is still there. And um, and it's, it's growing and it has massive potential to continue to grow in the future because staffing is a big issue. And then we developed uh, BuyRight Solutions, yeah. which is a group purchasing business. And so BuyRight has been very, very successful over the last 20 years. So again, as the whole thing got bigger, it, it, there's more opportunities to go yeah. back to your core base and, and, to, and to provide services that are relevant to them. Okay, so, so BuyRight then um, is a separate business aside from farm. What is BuyRight? Uh, BuyRight is a group purchasing business that um, allows farmers to pool their resources effectively to, to buy at a better deal than you okay. would at your normal retailer. So that is something that, if you're telling me that that happened 20, 25 years ago, mm. that would be quite fearless at the time because, I mean, nobody would have ever seen or heard of a co-op or a group purchasing. Yeah, it, it's group purchasing was always done in small groups, three or four yeah. or five farmers. Uh, there is still no group purchasing organisation as big as ours 
in the country in terms okay. of the amount of farms involved. Um, yes, it was absolutely different. The amount of times I was told that this wouldn't last a week, mm-hmm. uh, that, that was work. not going, that will never work. Sure, that couldn't work. You yeah. can't do it like that. You go back to the old conventional model, it always works. Uh, why, if you were told that umpteen times over and over again, Joe, why did you stay going? What is it that was different about you? Like, I mean, let's face it, most people, if they were told that four or five times over and over again, they would say, God, it mustn't be a good idea. Yeah. I'll have to go off and really reevaluate what I'm doing here. What drove you? What made you stay going? I suppose there's a big stubborn streak in there. <laughs> <laughs> is it the fearless factor um, yeah. that we talk about here in farming? Like, I mean, is that... Yeah, yeah, I think I think you just get over yourself. Look, fear is natural. Fear is something mm. that comes and everybody has to deal with a fear. And it could be something relatively small fears or big fears. When somebody says something negative to you, that is triggers fear. Uh, of course it does. But you have to apply the logical side and say, can this work? Let's check myself. Will it work? Yes, it will work. Do I just believe it can? And can I find ways of making it work? Yes, I hit a problem. Yes, we hit multiple problems. But do we just lie down or do we get up again and get over them and, and believe in it and make it work? And we took that course. Yes, we had loads of reasons in the start to think this might never work. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Um, but you just have to have that belief and say, look, the heck, we'll, we'll, we'll and move you drove on, on and try it and draw on. And here you are, <clears throat> 20 years later, mm. and the largest and most successful, successful purchasing group in farming and across the country. Yes, it, it is. Uh, sheer hard work and, yeah. uh, for lots and lots of people. And, and there's a whole team here. It's not, it's not me and, and most of our if farmer people listening to wouldn't be aware generally of me on a regular basis. They know Pat and Eleanor and Harry and all in the office. They're the people that are driving it every day. But it has been successful. And I think the model that I, I, I think is important is, is to, to stick with something yeah. If it's right to stick with, if you genuinely have checked yourself out and you think this 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 can work, yeah, well then to to stick with it. And there's no point in sticking with a failure. If it's gone, yeah. it's gone. You know, and we have done that as well. We have failed at different things, and where okay. where things didn't work out. But um, I think that's a true leader, uh, Joe. And maybe you can correct me here on this now, if you if you think I'm wrong or not. But for me, I think a true leader is, um, a person who's able to stand back and say, this isn't working. We have to change. Mm. We have to stop doing the same thing over and over again and accept it, ac- expecting a different result. This isn't the right road to be on. So failure sometimes is a different way of, of learning, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. We have had so many failures over the years and in different ways. Yeah. Um, and things that we try something, but it does take courage to admit I've made a mistake yeah. and correct yourself off, dust yourself off. But you don't go back to square one. You never go back to square one. You go back, you now have experience. Yes. You have more experience to build your next role on. And that's, that's the big difference. Uh, yes, you will never build anything if you don't have a few failures or a few mistakes beforehand. Yeah. No, I agree with that. I totally agree <coughs> with that. And um, come here, Joe. You have a huge passion for people. And I've heard you mention there Pat and Eleanor and Harry. And building a really good team and a network of people around you. Mm. And I commend you for that because I look at you and I think he has a gift in the ability to pull a super team around him. And there's 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 a knack in that or you know or mm. a, what's the word I'm looking for? There's definitely a skill in it. 
in being able to surround yourself with people who are really good at what they do and who are able to drive the business on for you. Yeah. But you yourself have a deep interest in other in people themselves. So tell us about that side of you that we don't necessarily yeah. know about. Well, when you talk about the team, I, I suppose, yes, we certainly have a great team at, at around at the moment and, and have been formed for years and there's people here with us for years. And I'd love to have, love to be able to express it that I, I came up with some kind of formula for this. This is the way, this is the, how we do it, or I read something and this is magical This formula. is the recipe. This is the recipe, this is simple. Uh, no, there isn't any simple methods doing this. And again, it's a trial and error, back yeah. to the same things. Some things work and some things don't. Um, I think the essence of what I like to do is, is respect for people. I yeah. think the essence is respect, for, you know, have good people around you, competent people around you, and treat them with respect that they deserve um, and people grow and flourish and if people are growing and flourishing with respect they get their potential yeah. some people will move on and do other interesting things and we've had lots of people moved on and do other interesting things and they keep them still in touch with us yeah because they we were part of their growth yeah. and i love that yeah i think we're part of their they're part of their life um and i think that's the essence of being and young people are have started the organization in recent times that we would see the same uh, potential for them is to grow their careers and grow their potential and grow their life while they're with us. So when somebody leaves, you don't wouldn't take it personally because I know sometimes if I was in business and someone is leaving, I'm like, oh my God, why are you leaving? What? What, if, what have I done? They're leaving? What do you mean they're leaving? Where are they going? You know, so so you you actually embrace it. Yeah. yeah. That's a wonderful way of looking yeah. at that. It, it, well, it depends on the circumstances, though. <laughs> but, but generally speaking, yes, absolutely. Um, if they are going and have advanced their career from us and in the future, that is a credit to us and they're moving on and our relationship is, is good. We, it, you know, it, it, it's, it's a natural process of things yeah. and not to, not to be fearful of it. Yeah. And when somebody leaves, there's often an opportunity then. And it's like, look, we, we sometimes change careers and change roles in the job and we take on other people with other skills and they add something more to the organisation. Yeah. You probably something you might never have changed without that. Yeah. So now you have an opportunity of looking at that as well. But those people that go and, and, and career, I'd be the first to shake their hands and say, look, I'll watch your career. Go, go, go for it. Yeah. Brilliant. That's great. Mm. Um, that is absolutely excellent. Now, Joe, I want to talk to you about this podcast. Right. Because this is definitely something outside comfort zone. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> and it's definitely something new. And mm. um, But tell me about that. Why are you so interested in having a podcast as part of your makeup and part of your business here? Like what, what is it about these people that you've met? Like I've listened to the introduction and um, you know it is very much it sums up these are interesting farmers that you have met over four decades that are doing something different and alternative and here you are doing something different and alternative with your podcast it's not your usual setup but why are you so interested in these people like I know these are mm. a brilliant group of people mm. and all farmers are and we work with all walks of them all mm. uh, you know they're they're great but with you yourself what is it about you know inviting somebody on to get to know them a bit more well i think first of all people are interesting and maybe we're yeah. just intrinsically a little bit nosy about people and you like to know hear people but i i i would i love hearing about people's 
success and getting over problems and 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 getting out of a comfort zone we can all get into these comfort zones very very easily and then to try to get out of those and do something really challenging and really interesting and make it follow their dream a little bit mm -hmm. and you know we all could we could be inspired by those people and and, and lots of are relatively simple stories that are people that are you know they but they've done something differently and they've made their life in some different way and and i think they are very inspiring to us all and in our own little ways we've all done our, we don't we all done our own things in to make our life interesting and to make mm -hmm. and i think like and being able to share those encourages people to say if you have a big decision to make like think it through logically work it through here's our people here's here's an example of people who have also done something similar and that that have have done made courageous or fearless decisions and they can be inspiration to people then to say you know look people can make these fearless decisions you don't have to do just because it was always done a certain way or i always had heard or my father always did it well i can do something different i think there's a a young generation of farmers there coming up that have no problem with doing doing things differently yeah um but there's lots and lots of very interesting uh, people who are fearless farmers who have done that courageous thing and yeah. not always successful because yeah. you, you're guaranteed that you won't always be successful but it, it's when when it, when when problems when it emerge is when the real leaders or the real issue real people get up stand and brush themselves yeah. off and stand up and keep going you know yeah yeah and so i think that's important to us i think we have dealt with so many of these farmers over the years we know so many mm. we're an organization like that ourselves we didn't come from any resources or any significant resources and so like we, we believe in that kind of get up and go and try it yourself and take personal responsibility and give it a lash and give it a, you know go ahead and try it yeah make it work and that's what i think that's the drive in you isn't it joe like you are very much stubborn as you say yourself earlier <laughs> get up make it work get it done yeah and would, would you agree with that oh yeah absolutely absolutely um yeah i think i'm not really want to be, really believe in excuses um, okay. I think if you want to find excuses, and especially, certainly if you keep them outside, most of the excuses are made in your own head mm. that I'm justifying failure by I couldn't do this because I'm not able to do this because that's all in your own head. Mm. Um, then if you go out beyond that and say, well, I couldn't do this because these people wouldn't let me. Well, look, take control and do what you have to do yourself. And that's very much me. Um, and I would, I, would, I would match that up with lots of the guests that we've had on here. Mm. You are very much in line with, mm. you know, it's a common streak that you all seem to have together, that you are, mm. they all seem to have that attitude of, you know, never, ever, ever give up, like, mm. never give up. Mm. It is mm. just a case of doing something different and just making it happen, finding the resources mm. to get it done. Mm. Yeah, absolutely, it is, finding the resources, keep it moving forward don't pursue don't follow the convention all the time yeah don't follow the, the herd all the time yeah rattle it up a little bit or um or coming up with the excuse i didn't have the money to do it i didn't have this to mm. do it i didn't mm. have the time to do it yeah you know just finding because they are all resources just all finding yeah finding it yeah and and moving on yeah that that's very true yeah okay well joe on that note i want to thank you very much for coming in today yeah uh very interesting just to get a bit deeper into who joe Roy is mm. and um and to why you are a fearless farmer okay thanks thank very much joe thank you Linda.